Hey, Sabri. What should we do on today's podcast? The same thing we do every podcast, James. Try to save the world. It's Aubrey and James. It's Aubrey and James. One is a jock. The other plays games. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Two Fools Save the World. Coming at you with episode 26. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, I am back. Feels good to be back. Nothing burnt down. Luckily, it smells. Welcome like back, hot whips. pants. Welcome <laughs> back, hot pants. I can use my finally my high school name that I got and then use the sweatpants with the words hot pants labeled right in the back of it. I can finally pull those out. <laughs> but yeah, Bro, it feels good to, to be back. I, I went to high school with you. Your high school nickname was dipshit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had a lot of nicknames in high school, really. So, I mean, yeah, how much time you got? I can list, list them all out. <laughs> uh, we don't have that much time. Uh, what was it? Hot pants, dipshit. Fun size. Just... Bones. <laughs> Beavis. <laughs> I can keep going. I got more, you know. <laughs> oh, uh, man. And also, as I, yeah, as I see him laughing in the background, we do also have Joseph back on this week. Welcome back, Joseph. What's going on, guys? Happy to be back. We have a, a new world ahead of us and in front of us. New, uh, new president-elect, although it's what being contested, but. I don't want to jump the gun yet on our on our show yet today, right? Yep, there's a lot to go about with that. Uh, prior to getting into that, though, uh, yeah, what crazy was happening? Like Joseph uh, filled in for me uh, last week. Was it last week? No, it was two weeks ago. It feels like I haven't been on the show in forever. It's been almost like a month, I think, uh, the last yeah, time that I actually recorded a show. So it feels crazy. Uh, you know that- what was crazy when Joe was on last week? He came in with some stuff like, yo, 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 yo. And I was like, what the heck? How am I going to like, I'm very mellow. I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to keep up with his energy. <laughs> Luckily for me, he took hey, me down the, the rest hype. of the I had to bring the hype. No James, no sound effects. I got to bring the hype. Got to bring it. it. Was, that was the whole hype. It was like, yo, 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 yo. It's like, dang, this is going to be a good podcast. And then that was it. He fizzled out. Just, just those five he fizzled seconds. Like, out. All right. yeah, I told you. I told you. I can only do so many in a row, okay? <laughs> yeah, that oh, was pretty, it was pretty great because when he came in like that, I was like, oh, crap. I can't keep up. <laughs> That's funny. But, yeah, yeah, it was a good show. Uh, Thanks for uh, doing that in his replacement. And then we had to bring you back just because uh, – we know Trump is your man, and we know Biden <laughs> is uh, your girl, so you got to talk about both of them. Well, I mean, people miss the sexy radio voice intro that I normally give. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Two Fools <laughs> Save the World. But yeah, it was crazy. But the fire and everything that happened in uh, Irvine, down in Southern California, the night before uh, that Sunday, there was crazy winds and I'm talking like really super crazy winds uh, to the point where I- I'm on the third floor in the apartment building that I currently live at. So there's vents and things up top. All I heard was just like branches and stuff hitting the top of the roof and hitting like inside the actual vent. Even when I got up in the morning, there was like leaves on my floor. I'm like, how the heck did I get leaves in here? Because I actually flew down the vent and like came into my kitchen floor where it was. And even looking outside, I saw people's plants on the ground that kind of fell off their like balcony area and this like destroyed on the floor and then even like a tree fell down i was like wow that's really crazy and i remember when as i was looking at all that i'm all like why is it really orange outside and i just kind of looked up and i saw a bunch of smoke in the sky and i'm like oh wow that's interesting and it was just about eight o'clock in the morning and i went back to my computer and just started doing some uh, internet research and i found out that a fire like broke out like at 6 45 that morning and it was pretty close and uh, down in Irvine, a little bit past uh, Sand Canyon and whatnot. And uh, it was starting to grow and it kind of went further and further. I'm all like, well, that sucks. It's like, you know, we just got done with one fire that was already, I think, a little bit north. And now there's a fire down here. I'm like, that sucks. And so I kind of ignored it throughout the day. I'm like, OK, whatever. Um, walking in and out, in and outside, like I normally do, I normally take like a little bit of like a sanity walk during like halfway during work, just to make sure I'm cool with, you know, stress and whatnot, just to kind of kill a lot of the cabin fever. And when I went out about maybe two o'clock that afternoon, I just noticed just how like foggy it was. 
but it wasn't fog. <laughs> it was smoke. And I'm all like, oh shit, that's crazy. And that's when I got the emergency alert that my area was in the rounds of evacuations to actually get out. And I'm like, well, there's no fires even close to it. So I'm all like, I'm, I'm fine. Some people left right away that about three o'clock. I'm like, I'm going this kind of show for a little while. Hit five o'clock, <laughs> five o'clock. I walked outside. The second I walked outside, I immediately started choking. This of how thick the smoke was and the ash and getting into my eyes and everything. I'm all like, holy fuck, I need to get the fuck out of here. So I went inside, grabbed the cat, packed everything up, wore a mask because I needed it. Otherwise, I couldn't breathe outside. That's just this kind of painted picture of just how bad that smoke was. And just got out and went to uh, went to live in my par- uh, back with my parents for a couple of nights just to kind of chill and whatnot. And they didn't lift the restrictions, I believe, until Wednesday. So it was about two days where the smoke was pretty bad. So it's crazy. I mean, I was in nowhere in any danger of actually having fire like affect me where kind of burned down the complex or anything. But just the amount of smoke and just how bad it was to breathe was crazy. I'd never been through that. Um, this is well, uh, appreciation to all the firefighters and everything that uh, they're doing and stuff much appreciation towards them they're doing a tremendous job and thank you for everything yeah well we're glad you're okay we were both concerned about you on the show um at least we mentioned it so you would think we were concerned about you i wasn't just... that concerned i wasn't that concerned it's it's just part of living in southern california you know you you have four seasons right it's uh it's mudslides earthquakes fires and riots that's that's the four seasons in southern california Hey, That's true. 20, 2020 riots go all year round. So, yeah, and just uh, to tell everyone what a great friend I am, once uh, James told me uh, he had to evacuate and he told me he had a place to stay already, I offered my couch once I knew he was staying at his parents. So, yeah, what a great friend that I am. I remember specifically the text message, like, do you need a place to stay? I'm like, I'm cool. Subber's like, yeah, you can stay here. I got my cat with me. Oh, you can't stay here. <laughs> well, you can stay here. The, the cat can't stay here. Uh, it's a it's a combo package. I mean, the cat, the cat comes with me. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you and the pussy got to go. <laughs> Kicking me out already. I see how it is. <laughs> Anyways. Why don't we get into a uh, a little good news? A little good news. Bye, two fools. And to no surprise, my good news is obviously that I got my house. <laughs> that I'm able to get back to my house. You know, nothing bad happened. Granted, there's like a little bit of smoke and whatnot. There, you know, it smells a little bit like a Joe's smoke shack in here, but that's kind of a good thing because I like ribs. So it is good. Uh, I want to uh, give a shout out to two firefighters, though, who actually got injured during the actual uh, battle of the fire. There is actually a GoFundMe page right now for those two firefighters. This to kind of helps with some medical bills and just for overall support for their family. Uh, I will link that on the Two Fools Facebook page. Uh, currently, right now, it is over $700,000 as of uh, started on October 29th. So that's a, some good news that they're getting support for for them and, yeah that's, that's cool no no that is good news um i'm always glad when um the community reaches out to help first responders yeah. so that's cool absolutely um i'll go into my good news uh my good news is during when you're a healthcare worker and you're working through this covid season they were just throwing food at me and all of us and that COVID-19, the 19 stands for the pounds you were going to gain during the season. So I put on some weight and I got to the point where I was like, you know what? I feel like I put on some weight. And then I realized like, oh yeah, I put on some weight. So I've been eating healthy for about two to three weeks now. And I dropped a cool 12-ish pounds. So I'm happy about that. And yeah, so... So that's my good news is I got my act together and I started eating healthy. That means I cut out the Taco Bell. I'm sorry, Taco Bell. You probably took uh, your stocks probably dropped for a couple of weeks now. But, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I dropped some weight and uh, I'm feeling I'm feeling better. So that's my have you heard news. of the Taco Bell diet? What is it like? dollar menu or something or well, no, there, there was legit uh, like a Taco Bell diet, but it had to do with the same amount of hot sauce. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I guess literally it goes out twice as fast as it came in. So, you know, at least you still get your Taco Bell fix and then right out. So it's part of a, it's a cleanse too. So, you know, hey, you know, try it out. <laughs> That's funny. Joe, you got anything for us? Yeah, I, uh, you know, me being the deeply cultured man and all that I am, I uh, I did notice uh, a news article that kind of came up. It was in regards to a uh, Brazilian man who was a, a master piano player, I guess, I guess, what, 15, 20 years ago, he lost use of his hands due to some degenerative oh, disease. Oh, I saw this, yeah. And what ended up happening was, is he went to conducting and then he, I, I guess someone created, uh, this industrial designer created a, a glove that would go over this guy's hands that would allow him to play the piano again. I thought that was really cool. He did it just as a gift to give to the guy he he never thought that it would be that big of a deal or get all the the new cycle run that it got it essentially has enabled this master pianist to play the piano again i i thought that was really cool i'm i'm a fan of the piano so that it kind of perked my interest a bit but but yeah that was my good news someone doing a a, a kind act for someone else and revitalizes some some culture here in the world in 2020 no, I think that's great. I actually saw that too. It doesn't only revive culture, but think about what he lost because he couldn't use his hands. Something was taken from him and now it was given back. I'm sure that guy has so much joy and I'm pretty sure that's probably going to be like mass uh, created for other people to use. So, so that's, that's very cool. Yeah, that is. Great. Yeah, I, I would definitely hope so. That's awesome. Well, I guess we'll get into, uh, you know, there's nothing really big news that happened this week, right? It was a pretty boring couple of weeks. No. Huge, huge, huge. We have a new projected president so far uh, of Joe Biden. So this week has been crazy with the amount of celebrations. You see everybody just celebrating down the street, you know, just like, you know, hey, you know, we got the orange devil out and anything like that. You know, even my Mexican brothers just starting to get off. Yeah, buddy, get the carne asada. Let's do it. Let's do it. You know, all that good. <laughs> there you go. That was pretty good, man. You got a little Mexican in you, Sabres, but <laughs> the amount of celebration going on <laughs> has been, you know, doesn't, astronomical. Doesn't we have a touch of everyone in him, according to previous uh, podcasts. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, as it currently stands today, though, uh, during the uh, the actual election as it's going on, they're still counting. By the way, like it's not officially have been called, but it's pretty much a locked deal as of right now. Joe Biden currently has two hundred and ninety electoral votes compared to Trump two hundred and fourteen. Key states that kind of pushed Biden over the edge was Nevada, Pennsylvania, Arizona, and even potentially Georgia, as they're still counting down the remaining ballots. Uh, Georgia and North Carolina, well, Georgia and North Carolina are still counting ballots. Um, you know, recounts will probably happen as we see the current president is actually tweeting and just calling bullshit on everything and saying that we need to recount and everything's a fraud and everything like that. He still refuses to concede. Um, but once did you, I don't know about you guys, but when I was watching, once he took Michigan, I was like, it's over, it's done. I thought once he took Michigan, he won because project it he would have to clean sweep anyways and he wasn't going to clean sweep i had to i had to laugh he was done when he lost arizona and and when fox news came out and said no this is like to the fourth power projectile that biden was gonna win you know arizona i thought that was really interesting arizona is it it makes me laugh because if if anyone follows politics at all but i mean essentially that's that's john mccain country oh, and the yeah. fact that the fact True. that trump and mccain did not get along and they were i, I mean horrible horrible things said back and forth between the two of them 
I mean, it was just, you know, that was when I saw that happen, I was laughing to myself because I was like, wow, John McCain's still screwing Trump over even from the grave, dude. <laughs> it was crazy. Though. Like I was watching the election going on that night on Tuesday and I was looking at it as it was a close race, even though it's not looking, it's not like that now. It's like Trump wins by a landslide, or I'm sorry, uh, Biden wins by a landslide. But prior to that, it looked like it was pretty much neck and neck. And even thinking, okay, Biden is down 300,000 votes in Pennsylvania and, you know, 200,000 in Georgia and whatnot. Now, all of a sudden, he is currently winning those said states. I sound like a Trump supporter actually right now because they're like, you know, he was winning and how did they, he freaking lost by 300,000. There's, you know, getting all the votes counted for it's election fraud, blah, blah, blah. I mean, people didn't take into account this how many people actually mailed in votes this year, especially because of COVID. You know, a lot of, and Trump <laughs> has gone on record to say, do not mail in your votes, you know, go actually vote. And Biden was different. We're actually, you know, influencing people to mail in your ballot because of COVID. You know, you don't want to have a large gathering and, you know, potential health risk and getting, you know, COVID-19 just because you're actually going to vote. So, well, there was a statistic. There was a statistic flying around. Yes. I'm calling BS on that one. It wasn't, it had nothing to do with COVID. Well, there's well, a statistic. Think, a lot of people like thought, okay, I'd rather mail in my vote than potentially like as a health. That is true, but Biden was not encouraging it to protect people from COVID. That that's that's nonsense. Right. So there's, there's a, a. Go ahead, Joe. No, go ahead. Run your stat. I have a few. Well, around. well, it's not a. There's a stat going around that that it's statistically true that Republicans are more likely to go in and vote where Democrats are kind of lazier and they will not. So the fact that, that we had, we got a mail in our votes for the first time that got all those lazy guys to go in and send their votes in for uh, the democratic party. And that's well, a there's, there's ballot harvesting going on. I mean, there's all kinds of things going on when you have people that are willing to come pick up a, uh, you know, a ballot from someone and deliver it for them. I mean, that's right. something that, that Democrats really have started doing a lot of because the, it, it's true. If if voter turnout is high, Democrats win. That's just the nature of the beast. The difference the difference in, in a Democrat candidate winning and losing has typically everything to do with voter turnout. And we had historic voter turnout this, this go around. And, you know, if you're on the winning or losing side of that, as an American you should be proud of that. It, it makes no sense to me, you know, the sniping back and forth. It, you know, I would just say, dude, if if you went out and voted, I mean, how, you know, do it again and and become more and more informed on the candidates and 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 be involved. Um, you know, it, it's awesome. It's historic, and and it was it was a wonderful. It, regardless of who won or lost the race, it's it's historic in the nature at which that we had voter turnout, and that that was awesome. It's right. unfortunate for the Republicans, but you know, hey, <laughs> uh, yeah. it all all was not lost. So I, I mean, and there's some there's some other things that that are strong takeaways from kind of what yeah. happened. Well, I think the Democrats definitely uh, took advantage of what was going on and made sure uh, they took full advantage of it and got those votes in. The votes well, in yeah, the they they went to court six months ago and they made sure that it was that the the laws were loosened in a lot of the key battleground states to make sure that more votes were going to be recorded and counted than fewer. And that, that does favor Democrats. So, I mean, I know a lot of people are wanting to, you know, poo poo all over Trump and, and all this stuff, him demanding recounts and all that jazz. But the reality is, is the Democrats had their day in court six months ago. Trump, for all projections that are showing he has he's lost the the election but it is well within his rights still to request a recount and to have a recount done in these close states so he's going to have Trump and and the Republicans they'll have their day in court as well um I I don't know how many Republicans though are really going to support that day in court 
because I think that a lot of them are seeing a way out of the Trump era and that would make them very happy, I think. So it's, it's very, it's very interesting just the dynamic going on within the Republican party, because it, it was a lot of people I think were forced to kind of toe the, the, the line with Trump that really didn't want to. And I think there were some that were all on board with him, but now that it's looking like Trump might be done, I, I think there are some people that are slowly working against him. <laughs> Uh, he i think he already did recommend wisconsin to do recount and i can't say for sure if he wanted other ones to do i know there's a ton of uh drama going on in pennsylvania though you guys heard about the uh pennsylvania ups uh ups employee that uh, usps pardon me employee that potentially whistleblowed saying that there was ballot tampering and fraud yeah, I heard about that. But, you know, here's the reality of it. Every election, there's, there is some tampering. There is some fraud that goes on. And we need to give credit to the people that work the polls and what's going on because they usually are able to spot it. And they usually, I mean, unless there's some crazy thing going on, they usually do get it right. Now, let me just say this. Historically, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania has been, uh, let's just say a little bit more of a sketchier state when it comes to- What are you trying to, to say, Joe? What are you trying to say? Stuff like this. <laughs> stuff like this. But it, it, the reality is, is even, even if you threw Pennsylvania out, Biden won the other states needed to win the election. So it really doesn't matter. Trump would have to have a recount go in his favor in like four or five different states. Right. And the reality, I just, I don't see him overturning that many states. But I, I mean, it's well within his right to try. I don't see it go in his favor. But I mean, the 2000 election, that kind of went on until I think even like December that they had uh, trying to figure out how many uh, votes differed between it was Gore and Bush yeah. at the time. Yeah. It and, it, yeah. and it took the Supreme court stepping in and saying, look, this is the results. It, it the, the boat, the votes were cast and counted the, it's a little different though, because, because of that 2000 election, we, the entire voting system was changed. You weren't allowed to use ballots anymore that were punch. I don't know if you guys, I don't know how long you guys have been voting, but I remember for the longest time you'd get the little ballot well, card. Well, yeah, there's a there's a you, reference for James, the hanging would, pad. Yeah, the, the yeah, hanging pad. Remember the chair. costume? Yeah, yeah the, the costume. <laughs> and that was that whole thing was so dumb. But I mean, the reality is, is it it changed. It changed the way voting was done. Um, there were reports of um some some voting outlets and places handing out sharpies instead of blue or black pens which essentially if you fill out a, a voter card with a sharpie it doesn't count <laughs> so there, there there's lots of fraud and and weird things that go on that people do at different places to make sure that votes don't get counted but i mean our our workers and the people that are charged with with participating in that and working on elections and voting stations and and making sure the votes happen i mean they're they're doing a servant's work i i have a really hard time believing that you're going to orchestrate enough of these volunteers to to go yeah, through and manipulate an election on this on on the type of scale that trump and some of his fanatical followers are suggesting. Yeah. I mean, there's, I cannot even believe it. It's interesting though to kind of break because a lot of these states are being decided by, you know, and there's millions and millions of voters and they're being decided by tens of thousands, some even in the thousands. So potential oopsie of, you know, a thousand or so votes that either got overlooked or miscounted can actually have a huge effect on, you know, certain states and whatnot though. Will that actually happen? I don't believe so. I don't think there's 
going to be any type of crazy like, oh, we found 10,000 illegal votes for Joe Biden. That should have went for Trump or vice versa or anything like that. Trump likes to build conspiracy theorists around like everybody's out to get him. <laughs> it's in general. Well, if, like something doesn't go his way. He bitches him. Oh, and like, you know, wait a like that. That's wait totally yes. You no, as a person, I mean, think about that. He's 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 that's bitching and moaning fair. about right now. He's saying like, if you okay. didn't win, would you be like, okay, I I just want to contest like the way he's reacting about it now and how he okay. went out and his behavior and sense like he's a sore loser is essentially how he's being. Okay, that's fine. So so he's a sore loser, and the de- the entire Democratic Party and the entire liberal media were sore losers in 2016 when Trump won. All we heard for four years is how Russia dictated and and infiltrated our election and 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 how uh trump was in league with russians and they were manipulating our our polls and elections that's what we were fed for four years from the other side so yeah sure trump is gonna have sour grapes yeah. over losing but that, that is different. did anyone I am really expect simply, him not to be sour over losing? I am I mean, simply presenting as far as he is the president of the United States, showing a huge example of how somebody is actually supposed to act as far as decency and fairness and just overall morale. And he's out there acting like a spoiled kid that, you know, would you want a kid if they if your sons or daughters lost and they were being little bitches about losing something, would you say, you know, Keep acting that way, or would you say, you know, show some respect and just, you know, concede defeat and try better next time? Yeah, but why are you expecting anything less? He's been doing that for four years already. I I don't have any issue with with Trump, you know, not really acting right because he hasn't acted right for four years. Okay, the the issue that I have with Trump and what he's doing as the president of the United States at this current moment is making it out that, and and this is the same issue I had with the Democrats and the liberal media four years ago. Our voting system is not that easily tampered with and swayed with and manipulated. Okay. And the fact that Trump, the acting president of the United States is making it out that that's what had to have happened for him to have lost is, is shameful. He shouldn't be doing that just the same way, the same way that the Democrats shouldn't have been doing that or or suggesting that four years ago when Trump won and and beat Hillary. It's to suggest that is is the exact opposite of what we should be doing. And if that is possible, there should be corrective measures taken immediately to make sure that 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 never happens again or that there is not any type of corruption or fraud that goes on with voting ever because you know whether your candidate wins or loses the at the end of the day we're all Americans and the one thing that we all have an ability and a right to do is go to a box and and cast a, a vote whether you know, it's it's our individuality that we that we put on those ballots and we cast them, and they do get counted, and and majority tends to rule out. So, to it, it's essentially saying that I don't matter, you know, or you know, when one side, when one side says that it's corrupted and this that and the next thing versus you know versus the other side, both sides now have done it, and and it's ridiculous. It's shameful. It's always going to happen, though, unfortunately. It, 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 it did ha- It did happen a lot more with Trump. I agree with that. But Trump, I think, was more he kind of brought it. Well, he didn't bring it. He kind of brought it on himself with his, his past history. And people keep kind of bringing that up against him. Is that fair it, or not? Nah. But I mean, it just shouldn't be brought up by either side to say that, oh, the only way this guy could have won is that the, the voting system was manipulated against me. That's a that's a horrible stance by anyone to take. It discredits the people that went out to the polls and cast their ballots. It discredits us as a nation. And, and we're the leaders of the free world. Okay, as the leaders of the free world, we should not be discrediting our own system while the world watches what is supposed to be the longest running change of power peacefully that exists with the world. It it just shouldn't happen. We we don't we should not be discrediting that system ever because it has worked. and, And we are the leaders of the free world because we have worked hard to make it work. 
No, I agree. And when it comes down to it, the people have spoken. They spoke when Trump won. They The Democrats put Hillary up against Trump. They thought it was an easy victory. And the people spoke, and they were like, we don't want her. We know enough about her to know she's not the person we want. Trump mm-hmm. had his four years, and now the people have spoke again, and they know they do not want Trump because whatever reasons, his mouth, he's dividing the country, whatever reasons. The people have spoken again, and they don't want Trump. So I agree with you. The votes are in. They should leave it at that. But the issue is we have a two-party system that is just brainwashing everybody. You have to think this way. You have to think that way. And if you think another way, then you're wrong, and they're going to throw stones at you and cast them out. And that's the real issue. They're brainwashing us to – think a specific way and if you don't think that specific way you're not in our club so that's i just have an issue with the system but yes you're right the as far as the voting goes and everything yeah i think it's a good system there is a little tampering of course there's going to be tampering everywhere with something that large but uh, i agree they're doing i think it's a good job and, and you hit it on the nose yeah Add the same. I don't consider myself a Democrat. I don't consider myself a Republican. I don't go either way, left or right. I'm independent, as I see. And, you know, I I made my decision on who to vote for based off of the information that I've done my own research with and also a lot based off of, like, moral decency in general. Uh, so you can already kind of tell who I voted for. Of course, I voted, I voted for Joe Biden. You you keep bringing up moral decency, James. And I got yes. to ask I got to ask you something. Do you really think these politicians are morally decent? No, not even Biden. Nobody is. But there's more. Bernie is. I'm telling you right now. Bernie Sanders is morally decent, but we will never know because he's morally decent. Look, everybody always has some skeletons in the closet, right? Some worse than others. I look at the president of the United States as a role model per se, right? And I always go to the um, example of would I want, would I be proud of us, my son or somebody that I, you know, raised to represent himself like that? You know, if I had a son that represented himself like Joe Biden, I'd be extremely happy. If he represented himself like Donald Trump, I failed as a father and a parent. So you want your son to sniff on other children? I mean, I do that, so why not? You know. <laughs> uh, I mean, I when, you, when you switched over to that suave, uh, you know, little uh, shampoo there, Sabri, you know, it was, <laughs> it was like, flowers or whatever like that, you know. <laughs> I, I, would, I, I would almost say just when it comes to morality of of politicians, it it, it just I I would never go there. I I don't. It just with the track record of what we know about politicians for both sides, usually you can punch a hole in all of them. Yeah. They, they're, they've done something wrong. I mean, even going back to Reagan, I mean, Reagan, you know, he was, Reagan was a womanizer and a, a lot of these guys are, are womanizers and, and that doesn't get brought Except up a Trump. lot. Except Trump. Ah, uh, well, whatever. <laughs> Grab it, grab it, grab it by the kitty cat. I don't know. That, <laughs> does it count? Does it count if you pay for it? <laughs> you know, I mean the same. He paid. <laughs> it's, it's you know like all of the. There's nothing. There's nothing upright in a lot of these guys. I I don't I don't know if I would want my son to grow up to be any of these guys. I would hope he would be a better man than than a lot of these guys it's scary um, too because you think you think you're a good person and then if you put yourself in their shoes would you be able to maintain a high moral standard or whatever yeah, and, I mean, and very awesome. very few very few do and right. yeah i think the issue with politicians are their terms are too long we need to cut them down they need to be like cut down the I, well, they're getting keep... bought. All of them are bought. They might as well yeah, walk around with right. logos on their chest. 
you're you're absolutely right you have they are right. they're all bought and they're all paid for it was it was one of the Good. many frustrations that uh, you know like my mom my mom worked for forever for la unified school district in southern california something that you know a lot of people don't really understand the vicious cycle of politics and kind of how it works in southern california is the unions pretty much fund the the democratic party in california and the way they do it is they make so for example my mom she would have to pay a union due she had no say in how those union dues were spent but those union dues were going towards uh, Democratic candidates all the time. Mm-hmm. And and it, it would happen whether or not people in the teachers union agreed with how that money was being spent. So essentially they were taking money from, from their employees and handing it out to candidates that they saw fit. It's, it's a, it's a corrupt system all the way around. Um, but, and that's just, that's just using one example. I mean, you're going to have Republican candidates that have usually big pocket, you know, companies or owner or something like that that comes through and says, Hey, you're going to do X, Y, and Z for me. Here's all the money you need for your campaign. I mean, that's, and that's usually how it's done there on the Republican side. I I did think it was very interesting how I I still, and I'm kind of curious what you guys think about this. I think, I think the Donald Trump winning with the Republican party has kind of changed the Republican party. I mean, I, I don't think you have the high profile wealthy people that typically were associated with the Republican party really pulling the strings anymore. I mean, you, you, you know, you had the Bushes and the Mitt Romneys and all these guys that, you know, they, they hated Trump. They didn't want to have anything to do with the Republican party. You're supporting it for the last however many years since Trump, kind of took it over i i really do think the the republican party has become more of a a party of the middle class i don't think so i think maybe yes you're correct during the trump term but i think it's going to go back to normal now that he's out because if you remember when it was trump um when they were trying to figure out who was running for the republican that year um the republican party they were not supporting trump Trump was like third, I think, on the list, and he just kept climbing up the polls, climbing up the polls. They said mm-hmm. he had no shot, but he kept climbing up until it got to the point where I forget who he was running against. Was it Cruz? Someone. Someone it was Marco was, Rubio and Ted Cruz and and him. Where yeah, where they all had to drop out because they realized they could not keep up with Trump anymore because he was getting that the the white vote the not the upper class but you know the other votes that that the others kind of get yeah, it was it was pretty he, much he got the uh the the non-college educated white male vote which right. was a it has been a, a voting group that no one has really appealed to um, and when trump comes out and talks just like how they talk and says what they want to hear or what they say then yeah, it's yeah. going to resonate with them, but it appeals to them. But, so yeah, but I I think as soon as uh, this next term comes up, we're going to have the rich Republican back in. the The people pulling the strings are going to want someone they more might. controllable, most stable. It's interesting because on the Republican side, they have a few people that are moving up as far as. Um, jockeying for control of the party and some of them are are you know bush uh bush people which is interesting so it'll, it'll be well, interesting to see the bushes take back over the republican party i or always if it, thought or if it'll be thought, something else I, I really hope i really hope it's the middle class that holds on to control in the republican party because i i actually think that was a refreshing part of having Trump take over. You didn't have the the Bushes or the 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 Reagans or the you know kind of that ultra elite group of rich politicians running the Republican Party. I I, I like the Republican Party being the party of the middle class. 
I don't know. I think we're going to have to have the Democrats win like another four to eight years. I don't think they will. I don't think so either, but I we need them to win to fix what McCain did. I don't even know if that's fixable, but or not McCain. I'm sorry, um, Dick Cheney. Dick Cheney really screwed us. He set us back. He set the common people back so far. And well, Demi- the Democrats I, are going to have to try to fix some of those things. I, but I don't think. I, well, see, and this is this is my issue, right? So this this last go around, this last election, think about the people that were were talking for the Democratic Party. It was a oh, bunch I of know, people. I know. It was a bunch of people I can't even relate to. You have like superstars and Hollywood and you know, like all these ultra wealthy people saying to vote for Joe Biden. And to me, I mean, it's like it, it almost seemed, it almost seemed like the Democratic Party became the party of the ultra wealthy and the ultra poor. And I'm sitting here thinking to myself, well, yeah, dude, what's what's yeah. going on here? Why would someone ultra poor vote for someone in Hollywood or someone no. ultra wealthy. It, did, it didn't no, make any not, sense to me. Not ultra wealthy. It would be semi-wealthy because the, ultra, the ultra wealthy is the, the, the big oil company people and, and no. all the, they, that, that's these, not these movie stars. These movie stars are not as wealthy as do you think, do you think Biden is not wealthy? I mean, he's wealthy compared to me. Do you know who he's married to? But then again, you're wealthy compared to me, so. Oh, stop. Stop. Do you know who Biden is married to? If you say Scarlett Johansson, I'm just leaving the podcast. You, right need, to do, you need to do a little research <laughs> into the background of Joe Biden and who he's married to and the and the empire that he he married into and is a part of. He's he's more wealthy than what you really think. <laughs> I guess. I guess I can. He, he probably has more money than Trump. Well, that's because Trump's a buffoon. If it wasn't for inflation, Trump would have lost all his money. I, hey, it, it, for him being a buffoon, I'd love to have a, a, a small portion of that money, dude. Yeah. No, you just I'll take need a father. Too, anytime, that'd be fine. You I'll just take need... the Trump Tower in Vegas, thanks. You just need a father to hand it down to you. So any buffoon could be oh. born into it. So are you so speaking of having a father to hand stuff down oh, to you? I'm so glad you said I thought you, you were gonna say speaking of buffoons. <laughs> you, uh, you you brought it up. So I mean, I are any of you worried? I okay, so we're we're in the same age demographic. Are any of you worried about your your I'm the youngest, mother so to point that out? Your your mother or father passing away with Biden in office with the with the new changes that he's making to uh, estate inheritances. Did you guys read the details on that? On his financial policies? I know everything's getting crazy. He's he's going to revert everything. So one. So I, I know it's hard to believe Donald Trump actually did one good thing while he was in office. Oh, he, hey, I, Trump did a few good things. One, one of the and things I was on record saying a couple of things that Trump did good as well. No, you were not. Stuff. You were on record yeah. saying fuck yeah. Trump. <laughs> oh, I say fuck Trump way more often, though. But there was a couple of times I gave him credit for certain things. That's Look, true. I'm not, I'm not, and and I don't want any of this to be misconstrued. I'm not the biggest Trump fan, but there were a few things that he did do that was that was cool, and it needed to be done. So one I of agree. the things that had not been modernized was um, inheritance, okay, and and the passing down of estates generation to generation to generation, which is something that uh, in you know in the United States. It's what parents dream about doing. They they want to leave their children something. They want to leave them better off than what they they had before. And you know, it's 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 a legacy building type thing, right? right. So one thing that that Trump did was he modernized it. So that th- those laws and things had not been changed or updated in decades. So what you had was is you had you know, just very low um, total set so that when an estate was handed off to the next generation, it was going to get taxed more heavily than what it should. I I believe it was up to 1.5 million, which I know that sounds like a lot of money, but when someone drops dead, you'd be surprised what the value of of the average american is when they drop dead it's it's actually 
pretty well above that in most instances. But <clears throat> what what happened was is Trump walked in and he said, no, this hasn't been adjusted for inflation and all this other stuff. He actually pushed it up to, I think he pushed it up to about 5 million. It was something like that. I, I don't have exact numbers or things in front of me right now, but he pushed it up to 5 million. One of the things that Biden's deal is that he's going to do is he's actually going to roll that back make it make it 1.5 million and then you're going to get double taxed on the inheritance that you do get on the estate and that is really really bad i mean the government taxes and takes enough money away from us as is i'm very i'm very anti giving the government more money they already spend enough as is and they do a horrible job spending it regardless of party that's in control but yeah i'm i'm not a fan of that i i hate to say it but i i need i need my parents to drop dead either uh before biden takes office or stay alive until someone gets in office to change that (laughs) well if 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 they're listening we hear of anything in the next couple of weeks for the next couple of presidents yeah, oh, there you go. I just I just made no some baked cookies for my parents and sent them to them. Hopefully no they don't. Show them. No wonder <laughs> I'm the favorite son in that family. Little cookies. I said sorry. I wish you were dead. Love Joe. Here. <laughs> <laughs> please live. Please live the next two presidents. Yeah, yeah that's what they said. Makes little skull uh, cookies and send them. <laughs> no, I. I, I, I hate it because it, you know I I don't I feel like Biden wasn't up front. Like with his, no, he wasn't. With, he and, wasn't. And, Just and like, the fact that he still got the votes that he did from the middle class, and he didn't say what he was going to do, I find shocking. And I, I mean, just to be frank, I think it's irresponsible. If that's my, if you're going to vote for someone, you need to know what they're going to do. No, because if you remember that in the the what was it their debate when they did talk, it was, "Hey Trump, show your tax." Uh, show your tax papers and he wouldn't do it hey biden show your um show your plan for tax he wouldn't do it it was both sides they both were not doing what they okay hold on hold on i know it's a big difference but there is a huge difference trump's tax returns has nothing to do with my financial well-being i could care less about trump's tax returns or how he's skating you know paying taxes to the government or anything else that's for him to deal with and our government to deal with as far as biden being president and rolling out a new financial plan where he's gonna take more money away from me that has an impact on me and i I agree i i've seen his tax plans and yeah, I, I hate them too. He's supposed to be for us, but he's raising it on us. Um, he's raising it on everybody. But the people have spoke. They got tired of Trump. He was causing divide in the country. That's why he's out. The people got tired of that crap. That's why he's gone. Biden could have came in and been like, I'm taking your firstborn. And they're like, all right, get rid of Trump. Here you go. Feed there him well. Go. He likes hot dogs on Tuesdays. Are you sure Trump was really dividing the country? Or do you think the media was spinning it that way? No, Trump. The media, of course, the the media plays a role in it. Yes, I'm not denying that at all. But Trump is part of the media. When he's doing his own Twitter and he's doing his own comments and when he's on the debate and he cannot say that um, he's not racist or, or or stop the white supremacists or whatever it is they tried to put him on the spot, and he still couldn't admit it? No, it's dividing the country. When you have the George Floyd situation and we're rioting, you don't need a president like doing hidden agenda or hidden comments or not stepping so, up to so the right he- or the president's fault? Partially, yeah, yeah. How, how he, can you say that? Because he didn't step up when he needed to to stop it. That's not his responsibility. He it is his responsibility. No, he's a role not. model. He, he's a role on. model. He when has he's, no jurisdiction when, over a state. He's a federal when, official. When, it when, was you riots, when you have riots, when you have on the state governor, it's not when, on the federal level. When you have has the ability when, to send when the you National have, Guard or do stuff like that. When you have white supremacists and people protesting 
and Trump says there's good people on both sides? No. He is part of the problem. You, you probably think the, everything that happened with Hurricane Katrina in Louisiana is George W. Bush's fault also, don't you? I don't know who Katrina is, so I cannot it, say. It's on the governor, dude. You have to – look, the way this works is the governors make the call on the state. They have to ask for help from the federal government if they want the National Guard no. to come in. You yeah. are right. I, I didn't. I know. Look, the government, yes, the governors do have to step in. But Trump needs to, when it comes, when he, the press comes up to him, he needs to choose the side of morally right. He doesn't have to be like, oh, the white people, the white supremacists, they have good people. The protesters have good. No, pick a side, fake it at least. He didn't even fake it. I'm you sure can we, be, we you have raised the presidents before. Right. You can be we, as morally right or wrong as you want. It doesn't change the law. The law is the law. The The governors have to reach out no, for federal no, help. No, because, because if, but it if doesn't. He writes that, he has to take federal control of the state. It doesn't when, the spot, when the spotlight is on Trump and a black man is murdered, more people are going to be angry when our own president is not siding for the common people. That's he, not he, on the local police and the governor and the mayor of the city. He, he, you're acting like he has no responsibility. He has a responsibility to this too. And he did not take ownership. He backed away or he took the other side. He has, he has a responsibility at the federal level. Not at the local and state levels. But you're, you're, see, you're associating what things that happened at a state and local government level to Trump. He he doesn't have jurisdiction there. I'm not. You're talking about laws. We're not and even talking about laws and jurisdiction. I'm We're talking, talking about, about. Yeah. Go ahead. Like if Sabri had a problem and like literally I'm all like, well, fuck, whatever, you know, like, you know, like I had this firing going on. Both you and Joseph or Sabri and Joseph were, you know, concerned for my well-being or anything. They didn't feel like, well, fuck, James is, you know, up in smoke, whatever, big deal and kind of go on with it. You know, the fact that he didn't take the time to actually acknowledge there's actual a problem going on and just kind of like, you know, whatever nonchalantly just ignoring it and not going into it. Yeah, that's a problem. You said you said that we had the most um, um, voting ever in history, and that's a good Correct. thing because we're American. Because we're Americans. Well, the president represents all Americans. Trump did not represent all Americans, and that was the issue. And then when we have issues with George Floyd and Trump, almost antagonizing or, or having white people almost supporting them to go out and and violence and all this stuff is not supporting what we went through these past four years. Trump so, had to go. So you think so you think the violence that happened was strictly on Trump? And no, of course all not all of it, but he had a part to play and he didn't play his part. He needed to fake it. He needed to fake he wasn't a racist. He needed to fake like he cared about the other people. He needed to fake like he loves the Americans. He needs to fake that he didn't care about his money. He didn't do it. He didn't fake it. Other yeah, presidents faked it. You, There's other racist it? presidents. They faked it. Why he would didn't you fake it. expect him to do things that he has never done? Because never he's the president. That. That's why he's not the president he anymore. Was voted, he was That's why he's not. He the people have stuff. Right. I'm telling you 100% because he didn't do that. The people got tired of his shit. 100%. People because need to, he didn't okay. play the part. Yes, you have to hold him to people, a higher standard. People got, need to come to the realization that the President of the United States is not the dictator of the United States. Oh, President I, of the United States, what, what he represents is essentially someone that steps in. in it's, it's crisis management. That's what here's the, the point. Is. I've said it many times management. on this podcast. President is most likely a puppet, but the president is the face of the United States. This is not the face we want representing our country at the time. Yeah, with time of violence, embarrassment. He he encourages violence and racism and all that stuff. So no, that's why he's out. Yes, did he cause all of it? No, this has been going on for years. Did he help? Did he help fix some of the problems? No. 
I think Obama, whatever Obama did for eight years, I think we were coming to at least a better society or a better common ground with peace, love, or everybody. Take that with a grain of salt. I, I and then we, we, with we, that, we, but I know we, you do because we, we're arguing right now about Trump. No, so you, can't agree you, about yeah, Obama. You, you brought up Obama, baby. <laughs> I know, but what I'm saying is Obama was a class act. Obama was, was the first black president. Obama, there was grounds being made where if you, whether, if you whether, want to classify black as growing up in a high-end I'm classifying class black as a going color. to Harvard or whatever right. school what? he went did you, to. Sure, did, you, okay. did you think the first black guy was going to come from the ghetto of Jamaica? I don't know. Like, Actually, I was kind of hoping it was going to be Colin Powell, to be honest. I, I thought Colin Powell would have made a great president. I think I agree. Dick Cheney and Bush, Dick Cheney and Bush ruined them too. Dick Cheney ruined Colin Powell. Yeah, I mean, Colin Powell got fed up with George W. and walked away. And when because of I yeah, that, it was I thought that was really something. But I think Condoleezza Rice and Colin Powell would have both made better presidents than uh, Barack. I think they would have made Colin better. Powell presidents would have been Bush. amazing. I, agree. I think they would have made better presidents than Trump or even Biden. I think I think the real issue is is we're not putting the best person in front of the the country for either party. Now you're saying something we're agreeing yep. on. There that I go. agree with too. Yep. See, why didn't you just say put Bernie a yeah. president? <laughs> <laughs> because I'm not a socialist. What? <laughs> Freaky, I hate when Republicans say that. But yeah, What makes you think I'm a Republican? Because I know you. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a conservative. I'm not a Republican. Whatever. It's all tomato, tomato at this point. I'm oh, an yeah. American. I have yeah, a, that's right. I like that I, response, James. I'm an American. I had, I had a sip of water. I think I have calmed down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that was that was a uh, that was a segment. All right. Since we have you both on, and I, I kind of told you guys, but I didn't tell you guys. I kind of want to start a new, uh, like a game show with you guys. Are you guys down to play? Hey, I'm ready when you are. I'm game. Let's go. All right. So this game show is called Get to Know Your President. Oh, so the way. It. All right. <laughs> I kind of like that too. Maybe we'll do a segment like that all the time. So the way this game's going to work, I am going to make a statement and you're going to tell me if Joe Biden said it or not. You guys get the game? If he said it or not. Yes. Yeah, if I, this I, was I, a I, statement made by Joe Biden or someone Biden. else. Biden he wants only. all my money. Yeah, he said oh. it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, James, you can keep score, or no one can keep score. I don't care. Winner, if I see you, gets an ice cream. Oh, we keep in score you- now. Okay. Hey, it's on, it's- it's- ice cream. For- All right. <laughs> All right. Question number one He once told a man in a wheelchair to stand up and let them applaud for you. James, you go first. Did Joe Biden say it or not? Stand up and let the He applaud. once told a man in a wheelchair to stand up and let the people applaud for you. What was he sprinkling holy water on him or something? <laughs> uh James, did I Biden say it or not? I will say he did say it. Joe? I'm gonna say he did say it. That sounds too ridiculous. <laughs> You both are correct. Joe Biden did say that. <laughs> During the 2008 campaign rally in Missouri, Biden asked the audience to pl- applaud for the state senator, Chuck Graham, who was a paraplegic following a car accident and was confined to a we- wheelchair. All right. So I guess it's one to one. Next question. When he was asked, do you believe in punishment for abortion? They re- the answer is to be some form of punishment. 
And when they said for the woman, he said, yes, the woman should be punished for abortion. Did Joe Biden say that or not? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. You both are right. Donald Trump said that. I was gonna. I was actually gonna try to get bonus points. Like, I think that Trump said that actually. But. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, wait, didn't Donald Trump say something like that? Oh man, that's too obvious. I guess. All right, let's see if they get better. All right, the next question: Did Biden once say the word "jobs" is a three-letter word? <laughs> I'm going to go on a limb and say yes. I'm going to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You're both right again. Dang, this is too easy. What the heck? Ding, ding, ding. All right. Oh, this is a great game. I think it's yeah. two <laughs> ice cream for both of us the way this is going. Three, three to three. Three to three. I know I'm going to so like, I'm gonna have to get a double scoop and make you guys share. Dibs <laughs> on chocolate chip. All right. Two scoops, one cone, James. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Did Biden once call our former president Barack America? Yes. Joe? I'm going to say no on that. All right. Our first uh, tiebreaker, James. He did say it. He called Barack <laughs> America in a speech. He was talking about the he said the United States of a Brock America. <laughs> All right. So I four for it, but I, I thought that'd be a good one for me to break the tie on. Dang it. Four four to three. All right. Here we go. I don't think we get smarter as we get older. I just think we run out of stupid things to do. Say no, he did not say that. I think I'm gonna say no on that too. All right, that was a that was a trick one. I thought I would get you guys, but you're both right. Yogi Bear <laughs> said that. <laughs> uh, hey there, boo boo. <laughs> hey boo boo. Oh, Yogi, a basket. All right, <laughs> here's the next one. You cannot go to a Seven Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts. Unless you have a slight Indian accent. And I'm not joking. Did Joe Biden say that? Ooh. I'm going to say no, he didn't. I'm going to say no, he didn't. And I'm pretty sure for a bonus point to Ty James, it was said by Donald Trump. Oh. Okay. Did you want uh, the bonus uh, point too? I will. I will let I die. I mean, it's probably, it sounds like something Trump would say, but I will grant him the extra bonus point if he does get that right. Well, it doesn't matter because you're both wrong. Biden did say oh, it. Oh, he did say that. All right. <laughs> I thought Trump uh, said that. Oh, nope, that was Biden. All right. Here's yeah, and that's not two racist? more. Are you kidding me? <laughs> two more questions. Okay. James has a 5 4 lead. Here's the question. You basically can say anything to someone on the email or text as long as you put LOL at the end. As long as you put LOL at the end. I mean, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> I, will, <laughs> I will say yes. James, you're, you're a dumbass, James, LOL. All right, go uh, on, Joe. <laughs> what, was, what was James' answer? He said, I, I said yes. yes. You still have another question after this. I'm going to say he didn't say it. All right. Joe, you're right. Kanye West oh. said it. <laughs> we had to bring one of the candidates in, right? Yes. My boy Yeezy. Yeezy. All right. So I believe the score is now 6-6 six, six or 5-5. Five, five. I don't know. It's a it tie. 5-5. Five, five. I need some five, ice cream five. in my life. All right. Final questions. And all right. Here it is. Final question, you said? Final question. Final question. Ooh. No, oh, man, this one's going to be... Okay. Biden once said Obama has a big stick. Obama <laughs> has a big stick. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I mean, I can just, you know, hear that kind of going down a little bit, you know? All right. <laughs> All right I will say he did say that. All right. Joe, did Biden once say Obama has a big stick? He's thinking. Part of me wants to say yes to this so bad because I want it to be true. <laughs> I'm I'm going to say no because I think this is a Teddy Roosevelt quote for the bonus oh, point. Wow. Oh. Let me read. How Teddy, Teddy Roosevelt. Roosevelt who's Ob- Teddy, who's Obama is. <laughs> Teddy Roosevelt said, speak softly and carry a big stick. End of quote. Biden then said, I promise you, President Obama has a big stick. James, Woo! Oh, no. Hey, 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 hey. Ice cream, baby, coming my way. Oh, man. And uh, James, you're the big winner of Get to Know Your President. Uh, you know, I- I'm just happy you had me aboard. You know, I'm a huge fan of the show. <laughs> you know, watch it every week. Just ha- happy to be here. Happy to be here. All right, James, I'll let you pick the flavor. Well, <laughs> I think that's a good way to end it. So, uh, Joe, thanks for joining us again. And, Thank you uh, for having to- me, guys. Fun as always. To all our listeners out there, thanks for putting up with us and uh, have a safe week. Take care, everybody.